0: Good evening and welcome to a new season of The Pulse. It's been an eventful summer, with not only the election of a new legislative council, but also intense confrontations over the issue of national education. There's also been speculation about what's going on behind the scenes in mainland China, particularly with regard to succession plans for the country's top political posts. We'll be looking at that later in the show. In Hong Kong, though, over the past couple of weeks, Confrontation over national education has given way to conflicts in the new territories, not only over parallel goods traders in Shanghai, but also over the development of the new territories. And Chief Secretary Carrie Lam said yesterday that somehow the issue of development took the government by surprise.
1: Emotions have been running high as the consultation for the rural Northeast New Territories development plan comes to an end. The development has been 18 years in the planning stage. Over the past two months, opposition groups have been working hard to engage the broader public in their fight. This The opposition comes not only from local villagers and farmers, but from those concerned that the government is giving away Hong Kong land to rich mainlanders and blurring the boundaries between the SAR and Shenzhen. That and other recent political developments have intensified concerns that the plan is to speed up the assimilation of Hong Kong and dilute its sense of identity.
2: You now, right? it's basically
1: the which is close to the planned border control point at Liantang. Is speculated to be an area for direct integration with the mainland. In this proposed new town alone, 40 hectares of land are marked for special industries. Some there have hung banners to defend their homes, others have ripped the banners down. <laughs> Across Hong Kong, the broader concern is about the SAR's integrity and identity. Plans for a special economic zone in the area have been put forward by a think tank close to Chief Executive Liang Ying. The One Country, Two Systems Research Institute suggested giving mainlanders easier access to the area for travel and business.
2: 這是一國兩制研究中心這個邊境發展區可以做甚麼呢 那,
1: Overall, the plan is to build three new towns North Guotong, North Fanling, and Pingche or Daguling on almost 800 hectares of land. While the stated aim of the plan is to provide land for housing, only 20% of it is actually allocated for housing. The consultation initially suggested that the towns are being created to boost regional economic development with Shenzhen. After public outcry, the Lung administration played down that aspect, but said instead the plan was to tackle the shortage of homes for Hong Kong people.
3: 已經是政府說了做住宅用途的 If the government is serious about solving the current housing crisis, they should use these 21 hectares of land, 100 hectares of land as a priority because uh, these land doesn't have to go through um, resumption process um, and um, many of them actually doesn't have to go through any further process within the time planning uh, board.
1: However, According to the planning department, the government holds almost 4,000 hectares of unused land. This includes space for residential, commercial and community use. There's also a lot of land elsewhere in the New Territories that's been turned into illegal recycling stations, dumps or car parks. In the meantime, other areas are, say critics, undeveloped. We
3: have been advocating Kamsung Road uh, to become a secondary city centre because that is a large area well served by railway, the western line uh, and actually uh, the government has already owned a large uh, lots of land in, in, in that area so a further development in that area um, you know, is quite a, a logical uh, solution um, to solve housing needs and to also to um, create jobs uh, for people around in the Yunlong, Tungon, Tinshawai area.
1: For some, the existence of an adequate land reserve suggests there may not be such a pressing need to develop the Northeastern New Territories for Hong Kong people's use. Despite concerns about its intentions, the government says it doesn't intend to back down.
2: It is very ironical because uh, there was almost no complaint About this plan. And there was uh, one um, member from, uh, of course, uh, the, um, I could name it, from Civic Party, who said, oh, this is another uh, example of Yuman Gong
1: However, due to compensation costs, the government's resisting the resumption of land from indigenous villagers. They, many of them, are willing to offer it, but at a price.
4: you
1: is one of the big landowners in the area, but his village, Ho Seng would be preserved in the plan. He represents a group of indigenous villagers who own land in the area and support development.
4: Howe's
1: views are in strict opposition to those of Chuck Kai Kai, who's been working with the non-indigenous villagers for a
5: year and helping them to safeguard their farmland. i 我就会觉得很大的问号
4: Leading
0: Welcome back. It's been a case of having to read the runes as far as the issue of political succession in mainland China goes. There's been speculation of internal power struggles going on behind the scenes. While China's citizens have had little difficulty in finding out where to protest against Japan, they have at some points been unable to search for the name of Xi Jinping or details of the next party Congress, although there are reports around that hotels in Tiananmen Square are fully booked ...by the state in October. The fall of Bo Xilai after his wife was accused of murder... ...added to the speculation. Add did, the two-week disappearance from view of Xi Jinping... ...Hu Jintao's apparent heir. So, what's going on there? With us in the studio is China Watcher, Sam Cheng... ...and NPC member, Peter Wong. Peter Wong. Good morning. By any standards, this has been an extraordinary succession of events. One of the highest leaders in China, Bo Xilai, under detention, his wife sentenced, the um, rather extended delay in announcing the next party Congress. Do you really think that the the kind of outside facade of complete unity is real?
4: Well, I think to start with complete... I don't know if there's something like complete unity. Uh, the succession uh, that is going on in China now, I think it's... Uh, going on quite smoothly as like in the past as far as the details of that is concerned of course every time it is very closely guarded until the very last moment uh... yes there are cases like Pusilai one of the, the leaders in the provincial area and also a top uh, party cadet well think, he's
0: also think, a
4: national leader uh, he was yeah 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 <laughs> the, but the thing is that I think it happens to all nations isn't it When there's a wherever there is a, a major power change there are many incidences comes out. There's nothing unusual but I think that in China in the past 10 years in well, can particular... I, can I stop
0: you there? I mean, yeah? the, Has there been an incident in China in say the last three decades as major as the incident surrounding Bo Xilai? I don't think so. I think, I think
4: we, we, we cannot look into the past three decades with, 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 the no- with the with the normal succession, because China is, was going through a very rapid development. Every term has its new challenges and new issues to face with. And I think in the past 10 years, we see what China has been progressing, both internally and externally. So I think there are new challenges ahead for the new successions. And then the internal, uh, the, the structure, of the governments, the, 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 the missions which they, they, they need to address, and of course, the newly uh, international scene, the global financial crisis, all these are new challenges the new leadership would have got to face. So I think looking back in the past 30 years, every term is different. We, we, we cannot draw parallel, I think, in most of the cases. Well,
0: let me, let me ask Sam Cheng about that. I mean, is this also your view that this is actually business as usual? Nothing exceptional Well, I, I is can't
6: quite put it this way, though, because when you look back uh, what China is having the 63rd anniversary of the, you know, the founding of the PRC, and uh, people just got wonder, because for all these 63 years, the Communist Party doesn't really have a, a mechanism for this uh, leadership tran- uh, transition. When we go th- back to the Mao era, we have Lin Biao, the number two man, like, designated as the successor to Mao Zedong, but what happened to him? He he fled to uh, USSR and died in a plane crash somewhere in Mongolia. And then comes Hua uh, Guofeng, the, the man that, who did succeed uh, Mao Zedong, but on what mandate? Because Mao, in his deathbed, uttered this six golden words, uh, that means, like, uh, with you in charge, I, I put my heart at ease. So, you know, all these transition has not been a, 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 a what, do you, what, what do you call, a peaceful one. You know, it's always full of mystery. It's intriguing, and sometimes even it's even farcical.
0: But do you think any of that is ideological in the sense that there are fundamentally different political views within the leadership?
6: I think it's more about power struggle than uh, uh, really any difference. Maybe there is a little, you know, you know, I, ideology difference. But I think when it comes down to the bottom, it's always the power that matters. So even today, uh, we have 20 years of a relatively, you know, peaceful period because Jiang Zemin was like 10 years, he was like supreme leader of China. And then Hu Jintao was like, for 10 years, you know, he relatively uh, peaceful. But it was built on uh, something that uh, Deng Xiaoping said. And it was, uh, they, he reached a, a consensus among the eight immortals, you know, remember the, the first generation uh, revolutionaries, you know. And for that 20 years, okay, <clears> we can see a rather peaceful period. But then it played out itself now. W- w- the essence of what Bolshevik did was to challenge that consensus. Because it's not a law, there's no way you can find it in the, the, the country's constitution, it's not even in the party charter. It's nowhere written black and white. So, I mean, why should we stick to that consensus? So, this, what Bo did was oh. to challenge that uh, consensus <laughs> and because he is rather ambitious uh, as we can tell <laughs> by, you know, he, what, it were, what he was doing in Chong, 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 Chongqing, yeah. uh, sing the red songs and smash the, 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 the underground gangsters. So, and then he failed at that. Just like Limbell failed. So he wound up uh, under detention, and Limbell died, died. in a plane crash yeah. in Mongolia.
0: Well, let, let me <laughs> ask you, Peter Wong. I mean, <laughs> the, the suggestion there is <coughs> essentially, if there is a difference, it's, it, it, it's a power struggle. It's not about politics. But indeed, there do seem to be some. I, I, I don't want to overstress this, but some differences of emphasis. I mean, clearly, Boshilai was advocating some kind of return to the Maoist type of era. Yeah. Other leaders do not appear to share that view. So do you think there is any real ideological discussion going on inside the Chinese no, Communist Party? If, if
4: there is any ideological discussions, I think, let us see the result of what China has achieved under the Communist Party in the past 30 years. As Sam put it this way, I think, I don't dispute what Sam has said about the facts uh, that has gone through the previous early 30 years. But the last 30 years, uh, actually, it was only in 1982 when China uh, restructured its uh, constitution that the existing government structure being established, including my MPC post, the unitary Mm. system was established then. It was only 30 years. So they have achieved quite a lot, both politically and also economically. I think what has been the surface uh, in the Socialized case now, I think the case is being uh, openly, uh, 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 I mean, uh, judged in the world. It's really a matter of uh, whether there's crime involved in it. Yes, I don't dispute. It is political power struggle. It is uh, ideological. There are ele- ideological uh, the differences, but I think that whichever, uh, wherever the differences are it is still moving towards a more open style of government. And I think that is only on that basis can China move forward. Well, and no. the impetus being built up, up to now, I think, has indicated that. Do you agree with that? There is a
0: more open style uh, of government?
6: Well, I mean, I mean, of course, like China come a long way, you know, so it, it's got to be, you know, like moving forward. Maybe it's too, too, too slow, people, like, uh, criticize it. Uh, I agree with Peter uh, in saying that uh, the later f- uh, 30 years, you know, we could see a lot of uh, progress, like economic achievement and all that. But when uh, Wen Jiabao uh, mentioned in his um, press conference uh, this uh, last premier. March, yeah, 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 the premier, and uh, he, he had this uh, tone of urgency in uh, urging that uh, Chinese should have a, a political uh, reform. Uh, not only the economic reform, he, he you know he urged the next generation, if not him himself, that uh, China should embark on a, on a road to, uh, of uh, political reform, and he's especially uh, pinpointed that to the high-level leadership transition reform. So that's what I was yeah. talking about. That they need uh, some kind of a mechanism in black and white. Well, well that
4: that consensus on that. I think I, I do concur with that. Uh, mm. Uh, Premier Wan, even Sam's, Mm. about the reform that is required. The urgency is there because the country is developing so fast. Despite their their, their drastic changes in the past 30 years, it may not be able to keep up. Rule of law, I think that is one thing, especially the NPC tried to enforce. We see a lot of changes, but it's not enough. There is a lot more need to be done for the new new leaders in, in, in the next term.
0: Well... We're on the cusp of a change. Thank you both very you, much indeed. Mm-hmm. And that's it for the polls for this week. Thanks to those of you who email, sorry, emailed us or even eagerly or tepidly awaited our return over the summer. If you've missed part of the show, remember you can see it again on the RTHK website where you can also download podcasts of this week's programme and, if you're so inclined, get hold of some earlier ones. We'll see you at the same time next week. Goodbye.
2: In can see you in the morning when you go to school Don't forget your boy.